I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Tom Riley with us. He was a devout Catholic. Now he's an atheist. Tom Riley has written a number of books about Oliver Cromwell having failed second-level history. He has taken on the might of academia regarding the allegations of war crimes, which the verdict of history has concluded that Cromwell was responsible for. Tom lives in Ireland, where he is alleged to have slaughtered the entire population in 1649. Mr. Cromwell did, an Irish man who defends Cromwell. Go figure. Welcome to the show, Tom. Good to have you with us. Thank you, George, and uh, that's a very good uh, introduction. I'm very impressed. Thank you. How are things in Ireland these days? Wet. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Wish I we could move so, some yeah. of that to California. It's been a drought out here for years. Yes, yes, yes. We always say that we have no extreme weather here, so we've got you can get four seasons in the one day. And today it started off wet, so we're, we're you know we can look forward to another three. Um, but yeah, no, it's not too bad. It's about maybe 15 degrees uh, Celsius. So, and it's 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, so it's it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to a nice summer's day. Well, we're gonna have a great time here with you. Tell me about what the in in Ireland they've got a lot of castles that are haunted, don't they? <laughs> oh yes. Uh, George, as it happens, I'm I'm sitting right now in a castle that's haunted. Just so you know, um, uh, and that's uh, what I I inhabit a castle ninety percent of my week. Uh, so I walk around these rooms and I think about the people who used to uh, live here, and uh, we have had uh, paranormal investigations here. And the 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 big um, the, the, the the you know the most significant story. Uh, concerns uh, what we call the the, the White Lady. Um, she uh, and lots of people uh, around the castle have have bumped into her. She drowned in uh, 1852. I'm currently sitting looking over the Irish Sea, um, looking towards uh, the UK. And um, in 1852, this lady came for a visit here, and she went down to the sea with her maid. Uh, we know this, by the way, because we have the coroner's report 
which is very clear and very, um, it was only printed um, some days after the event, so we have very clear stories that were, that were told by the people who witnessed this. Anyway, she was a very strong swimmer, and uh, she, uh, she asked her maid just as she got into the sea, and it was very rough. She said, did, did she think that the sea was any rougher than the previous day? And her maid said, it's about the same. And with that, she uttered her last words, which were, uh, there is no fear. And within seconds, she was dragged away by a wave, and she drowned very quickly. Oh and they took her body, and they brought it back. And I'm, I'm, I'm now looking at the path that they would have taken from the woods uh, to this castle, and they put her in a, a bath and tried to revive her with hot water, uh, but she was gone. And the steps that they took her up from the beach uh, are now called the Ladies' Stairs. If anybody wants to Google this, it's an absolutely, um, it's, it's a true story in inverted commas. And they, um, she, the, the locals around here, including myself, um, you know, you just don't go there after dark. She's been encountered uh, by various people around the, the castle here, and uh, she she's one. She's uh, she. Unfortunately, her husband died uh, the following year, so her children were orphaned. So it's said that she's still going around looking for her children. She was only thirty-two. It, so is does she place. scare people, Tom? Is she try to hurt people, or is she just no, like you no, say, looking exactly. for her kids? That's exactly the the idea. She's looking for her children, and there, you know, as you know, and there there are dimensions to this conversation where is there evil you know we've got pukas I presume you're familiar with the word puka P-U-C-A yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and they're sort of um, you know scallywag uh, kind of rogue uh, spirits who who uh, you know play tricks um, but this lady is is not one of those she's she's very much looking for her children and it's, it's a very sad story um, but we, you know, the, the banshee is a big thing over here too. Again, I'm sure that's an expression you're familiar with. Um, yep. And the banshee is uh, somebody who wails, who cries. We're, we're into, um, you know, very expressive, uh, you know, activity over here. So she cries uh, when when somebody's going to die. And um, you know, I know, for instance, when I was younger. We didn't necessarily have any concern for monsters under the bed, um, but what we had very, uh, you know, significant concern about was the banshee uh, who would uh, come up and down the street, apparently looking in windows, um, you know, to to see uh, who was going to die, and then she'd wail. And, and I remember, George, I can tell oh. you, when when I was a teenager, you know, even even at that level, I was scared witless. I bet. Who wouldn't be? My gosh. Is every castle out there, Tom, haunted? Uh, yeah, well, there, there are different levels, to be honest. I mean, you see, I inhabit a country, I mean, with, with respect to, to the states and, and the history. I mean, if you go back 200 years there, it's a long time ago. But here, you know, we, we um, the walls kind of speak of, of thousands of years, you know. Um, so to me, the, the longer back or the further back you go, and uh, the more substantial the history, so the more substantial the stories. So, you know, again, I'm I'm sitting in a, in a building that's got walls that are six foot, six feet thick, and um, you know, the, the the I suppose the most haunted castle in Ireland probably is um, uh, the Hellfire Club, which is a great name. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's uh, up in the Dublin mountains. It's not uh, that far away from me. I'm in I'm in County Dublin now. Um, but the Hellfire Club was, oh, you know, that's like they, they, there's stories of cannibalism that came from there. You know, it's it's uh, it was built in 1735, apparently on a passage tomb, and uh, it was used by a cult that was made up of lords and noblemen, and they used to practice immoral acts, you know, and hold back. Uh, black masses, you know, to to um, summon Satan, and um, so th- th- this was they w- they used to worship him, and uh, so that's I remember going there years ago. Uh, I was in my probably mid twenties, and it's that feeling, you know, it was broad daylight, and there were stone walls, and you know, there's nothing really sinister, but you just get that feeling of. And we, we actually, my friend and I actually ran away from the place. We were that scared. I don't blame you. How prevalent are the castles out there, Tom? I mean, are they all over the place, or is it just like one big one per city or town? Um, they they genuinely are all over the place. They're in cities. They're in towns. They're in very rural areas as well. I mean, you know, it's 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 if you hark back to when they were built, they were built um, probably most of them were medieval which would suggest that they're around a 1,000 years old. There was a uh, a scenario where it was called a 10-pound castle, which is the equivalent of a a dollar, like $10 castle. Um, Back in those days, that was a huge amount of money. So you could build a castle for 10 pounds and, um, you know, inhabit it. Uh, It was was not, not only for living in, but it was for defensive purposes as well. Um, some of them, you know, mostly, as you know, had the, had the doors very high up and so on. Um, but, the, yeah, the, the thing is, not many of them um, were knocked down, so most of them are, are kind of still around, and it's good that people had the foresight to kill them. Well, I don't know if you know, but we, we invented Halloween over here. I don't know. Are you, are you familiar with that? I, I had heard that years ago, and, of course, it was more of a religious ceremony, wasn't it, at the time? Absolutely. That's correct, yeah. It was a... A pagan festival, I suppose, that that celebrated the um, the start of winter, you know, and and it's it's um, it's gathered some traction, um, and of course we have we have uh, the inventor of of um, Dracula as well, Bram Stoker. He's oh yeah, the guy who, yeah. So he's uh, he's Irish, um, but yet yeah, a lot of the castles around here. You know, these days, of course, in 2022, they, they have these sound bites on their websites that say, oh, the most haunted castle in Ireland, you know, um, or even some of them claim to have the most haunted castles in the world. Um, but yeah, there are lots of stories like we have, there's one just not too far away from where I am it's called Malahide Castle, and um, that's got a very direct um uh, relationship with uh, with the, the the guy who's who you mentioned earlier, the guy who whose uh, fictional biography I've just written. But anyway, he he. Um, and that they, book's called uh, The Protector, right? That, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. But okay. but the, the, the story. But this guy is, and um, he was one of Cromwell's soldiers, and uh, he did terrible things. This is the whole idea about the history of Ireland. You know, we 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 have a persecution complex over here, George, because yeah. We're we're so close to the the UK, you know. Uh, I read somewhere recently that there are something like 192 um, countries in the United Nations 
and uh, England has invaded 170 of them. Yep, that's <laughs> right, and occupied most of them. Absolutely, and and we're the, the reason we're speaking English is is primarily due <laughs> due to that uh, for that reason. But we're next door, so we would have had quite a fractious relationship with the, with the English. Uh, anyway, this this guy came over with Cromwell with, with in, in the 1640s, and um, he did some terrible things to the Catholic churches. Uh, so, and this is where you know retribu- retribution is, a, is an excellent um, uh, you know uh, in these stories. I love the, the the retribution stories because he when when they found uh, when they when they located him, he went on the run at one stage when when the Catholics went looking for him, and they located him, and then they hung, drew, and quartered him. And now um, visitors to the castle uh, say, and now I have not seen this, but they say when they see this ghost, he uh, suddenly, before their eyes, he just drops into four pieces. That's... Because he was hung, drawn and quartered, you know. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And in, in Ireland, are there many ghost hunters out there where they go looking for ghosts? Yeah, it's a big it's a big deal. I have to say it's it's, it's probably as big a deal here as it is there. Um, you know, it's, it's a peculiar. Like recently, again, because I, I'm involved in a castle here, um, we've even had a um, 
a very extensive paranormal investigation taking place. And I get calls all the time from people who are not just making TV programs, but genuinely, um, you know, paranormal investigators who uh, they want to, like every castle, I would say every castle in this country has been investigated, you know, certainly once. And and more often than not, I mean, there, look, there's stories all over the internet about about, about these uh, these hauntings. But it, but it is it, again when you when you when you inhabit um, this world that, that that we live in here, we've just got so much history. So the the, the guys who come, like la- recently, um, I think it was about last year when uh, lock when lockdown was finally over. Um, uh, Ghost Circle, uh, which is a, it's a program, a TV program. You know, they 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 go around Ireland all the time, and and, and you know, it's amazing to me uh, how uh, I, I'm kind of balanced on this, if you know what I mean. I'm, my mind is open. Uh, I, I'm not closed. I'm I'm very uh, open to to suggestion, but it's amazing to me how I'm standing there and this guy is filming me and. Um, when he played the thing back for me, there were noises in the background, and and noises that could be determined uh, as as words. And you know, it is a little disconcerting that sure. spirits, you know, if 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 they if they communicate with us, and um, why they don't make things a little more clear. Um, so you know, you're trying to say, okay, what was that? What was that word? You know, because there's a room adjacent to to, to mine. Where a child uh, who died at um, something like four um, is is said to uh, inhabit that room at night, and um, the the voice came over the um, you know the, the the technology, and you could hear the voice very clearly that it was a child, and and, and again that's you know that's difficult to sleep with at night. You know well, that's haunting. A kid's voice in a ghostly position is haunting, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, there's no question about that. I mean, and again, you have people who are seers. Uh, well, this is how I see it. You know, you have people, again, I'm, I'm standing there and, and this guy is, is talking to me. He's got a microphone. It's, you know, it's very uh, contemporary times. It's, it's you know, he's, he's um, there's a camera. It's all very, uh, you know, t- technologically advanced. And she just says, don't move. There's a lady standing behind you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> How, you know, I'm not going to, and suddenly the hairs stand up, you know, on my arms, and then she starts to ask me some questions, and sure enough, they're in that room, that was was the lady's room, and she would never have known that, because it doesn't look anything like a lady's room now, but it used to be, and uh, she was the lady of the house, her name was Marianne Taylor, and, um, you know, she died in the room. So these are things that I didn't see, I couldn't see, and when I, by the time I turned around, whatever was was there had had gone. And so that's why I'm on the fence. You know, I I, I like I like my uh, my ghosts to have a, an evidential platform. I don't blame you. Is your belief in the ghostly realm in conflict with your atheism? Um, I, I think, as I say, I, I will always give you a balanced answer because, as far as I'm concerned, uh, there is no. Um, body throughout history, and no, you know, individual that I've ever come across who can prove it one way or the other. So, like I say, my mind is open. I do tend to um, err on the side of logic, and uh, but I just know that there are so many things out there that you can't explain. 
And that's where it gets very grey for me. Like, right. we're all living in this world, and most of us are, have, you know, a certain level of intellect. So I can only take my thoughts and my beliefs so far. I can't tell you, you know, if science can't, can't tell me why that happened, you know, do I say to you, well, I, I, I'd like for science to be able to tell me maybe in 20 years it might have advanced that far. But right now, I can't give you a, a scientific or a logical explanation for what just happened, for, you know, for the lady standing behind me. What, how did, you know, is this, is this, you know, individual who saw the lady, is she simply lying or is she just trying to generate a story? But my answer to that is that there are too, far too many people who have genuine and sincere experiences. Exactly. And, and that's where I am. I, I don't believe that you can categorically say uh, one way or the other uh, what, what, what's, um, you know, what's going on out there. But I do, I do absolutely you know, um, want to believe <laughs> that, that there is another dimension. Otherwise, where do we all go, you know? That's right. And, and do we go? I think we do. Tom, if they polled people in Ireland, would you say that most of them would believe in the ghostly field? There's no question. I mean, the, I, I don't know what the percentages are. I've never looked it up, but there's absolutely no question about that. And it is, as you challenged me there a couple of moments ago, it is a kind of a contradictory, it's a dichotomy, a contradiction, because, the, the you know, uh, on one hand, um, you know, the belief in, in, uh, in Catholicism or in God is on the increase. But yet, um, you know, belief in in ghosts and the spirit world, I would I would um, wager, I would I would argue that 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 hasn't that that's unshiftable, because um, now again, George, maybe you know there there is a, an element of this where people have an innate desire to want to um, believe, you know, and and, and I, I do sometimes think that maybe Hollywood has had uh, an influence on you know you have a certain conditioning if if you it's an emotional response i think to the way you're conditioned that you need to think um, that there's you know for instance that there's a father figure if we're talking about religion or that there's something out there after death if you're talking about you know the the, the spirit world and um, so i think that that we all, you know, we're subjected to Hollywood movies. We're subjected to um, stories that come down through the years uh, in terms of a legacy and the history in Ireland is very vivid. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.